At this year's Oscars, Oppenheimer took home the award for Best Picture, Emma Stone and Robert Downey Jr. also picked up wins, and Ryan Gosling brought the Kennergy. For a recap of all the highlights, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Janine Herbst. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is suspending his presidential campaign. As NPR's Tamara Keith reports, he's throwing his support behind the GOP frontrunner, former President Trump. After finishing a distant second in Iowa, DeSantis said he just couldn't see a path to success. I can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources if we don't have a clear path to victory. He added that in his view, Trump is better than the current incumbent, President Biden, and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. He has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear, a repackaged form of warmed-over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. Haley wished him well and, with cheers from her supporters, said it is now a two-person race between herself and Trump. Tamara Keith, NPR News, Manchester, New Hampshire. America's top diplomat, Antony Blinken, leaves today for his fourth trip to the continent of Africa since becoming Secretary of State. Business ties and food security top his agenda. NPR's Michelle Kellerman has more. Secretary Blinken plans to visit Cabo Verde, Cote d'Ivoire, Nigeria, and Angola. The Assistant Secretary of State for Africa, Mali Fee, says the U.S. wants to focus on trade and infrastructure. So we'll be looking at issues like uh, our economic partnership, how are we promoting uh, the development of um, commercial ties? We'll be looking at um, our longstanding health partnership. China's foreign minister was also just in Africa. It was the 34th year in a row that a Chinese top diplomat made Africa the first overseas trip of the year. Fee says the U.S. has its own interests on the continent and doesn't see this as a game. Michelle Kellerman, NPR News, the State Department. New research shows intense and damaging atmospheric rivers, like the kind that hit California last year, are becoming more frequent. And here's Nathan Roth has more. A series of back-to-back-to-back atmospheric rivers, nine in total, caused over $3 billion in damages across California last year. New research from Stanford University suggests similar intense sequences of storms are going to become more common and more damaging as the climate warms. Atmospheric rivers are naturally occurring, and they're critical to Western water supplies. But scientists warn they're becoming more intense because of human-caused climate change, raising the chances that major atmospheric rivers could occur close to others. When storms hit in quick succession, watersheds fill, the ground becomes saturated, and runoff, which can cause deadly flooding, tends to ramp up. Parts of California are still recovering from last year's event. Nathan Rott, NPR News. You're listening to NPR News from Washington. Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi plans to attend the consecration of a grand Hindu temple tomorrow at the same site where Hindu mobs tore down a historic mosque 30 years ago. The temple's opening will also set the tone for the upcoming national elections in which Modi's Hindu National Party is expected to exploit religion for political gain and secure power for a third consecutive term. The mosque was destroyed in 1992, sparking nationwide riots that killed more than 2,000 people, mostly Muslims. Australian researchers have come up with a new device to help people who fear needles. Scott Maiman reports it uses light to numb the plant injection area. 
Whether you're going to the dentist or in need of a shot in the arm, a new device is being tested in Australia to ease the associated pain from the jab. The specific nerves that are affected most are those that transmit pain responses. That's Lawrence Walsh, Professor of Clinical Dentistry at Griffith University, who says the Neurolite device works by using different forms of concentrated light to block the transmission of those pain impulses in nerves. Unlike local anaesthetic that blocks everything and leaves things feeling tingly or thick, this doesn't create that sensation. It just simply takes away the pain response, which is actually a pretty useful thing clinically. He says the effect lasts about 20 minutes. For NPR News, I'm Scott Mayman in Canberra, Australia. U.S. futures contracts are trading higher at this hour. Dow futures are up about one-tenth of a percent. I'm Janine Herbst, NPR News in Washington.